It was opening night for your San Antonio Spurs, and they came out swinging and took it to the Orlando Magic winning on game one welcome to locked on spurs right here on the locked on nba network i'm your host jeff garcia spurs writer for kins 5 san antonio and whoo did is everybody coming back from partying on commerce street downtown honking their horns because that was the vibe after the spurs got a big win to start the season beating the orlando magic 123 97 perfect oh 1-0 they're 1-0 they're perfect stop the season right now let them go undefeated for the rest of the way. But all kidding aside, we're going to be uh, talking about what happened last night between the Spurs and the Magic. What stood out? Yeah, and believe it or not, there are some things that did not stand out that I'm going to bring up with my guest today. You know him. You'll love him. He is Michael Jimenez with San Antonio Sports Star. He is a fantasy god. Yeah, that's that's true. He is a god. Uh, make sure to follow him on Twitter at 210FantasyGod. Michael, uh, are, are you recovering from the partying last night on Commerce Street? Oh, dude, this is so much fun, man. This was so much fun to watch. Let's end the season. The Spurs are the one seed right now. The Spurs have the best plus minus differential in the league. I mean, absolutely amazing. So much fun to watch. And uh, I love everything Pop did today. It, it was just awesome. It was a great, great night last night at the AT&T Center. The first time, Michael, where it was packed to the brim. You know, no more uh, COVID restrictions. Uh, you know, every seat was filled. Good sign, good vibes coming from the AT&T Center. All in all, it was such a great night from the young players. And that was part of the excitement, Michael. You know, let's just talk about that before we dive into some numbers and pros and cons about the win. Uh, the vibe among the players was at a fever pitch. You had... Drew Eubanks and, and Kelton Johnson hanging on him like a backpack during a phenomenal play by <laughs> Devin Vassell. You had Devin, just Kelton Johnson being Kelton Johnson screaming, pumping his fists at for everything. And of course, Devin Vassell bringing the crowd to its feet with a tremendous dunk on an Orlando Magic player. All in all, if this is a young squad, nothing more summed it up than the way they played last night, Michael. Oh, most definitely, man. Last night's game absolutely amazing to watch you know you brought up drew eubanks and Keldon johnson celebrating on the sidelines it reminded me of Polly rubbing duke's head in, in rocky four it was so <laughs> it was so much fun to watch but you know last night's game was was incredible because it is a momentum builder for this team and everyone had the green light what i liked about last night's game was that there was only one time the entire game I saw a player hesitate on a jumper. Everyone seemed to have a green light. Even when they were struggling, they kind of powered through. Lonnie Walker, for example, 6 of 17, but it didn't feel that way. He felt mm. he looked confident in that 6 of 17. Um, it, it was just great. I, I, you, we mentioned Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell just kicked open that, that game in the third quarter, just blew up. And it was so much fun to watch him out there. He is growing. We've talked about this all summer long, that certain players need to take that leap. We've talked about DeJounte Murray taking that leap, Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker taking a leap. But the players that we didn't really focus so much on was like a Devin Vassell. Can he take that leap? And, uh, wow, he showed so much. He shows... He showed last night that he doesn't not only belong on the team and getting significant minutes, he needs to be getting that 20 to 25 minute run every night. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, overall, 
you know, the Spurs played a complete game. It was a little iffy to start, but they did win wire to wire. They won every quarter. Uh, they 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 took care of business against a team that on paper they should have, and and they definitely did. And, and Michael, they'll definitely need it because the you know, party may be over now because they got murderers row now. But that's for another episode of Lockdown Spurs. It's just relishing the win last night yeah. before uh, it gets real very very soon. All in all. Michael, one thing that I wanted to look at is just how much Pop was going to let these guys run and let them be the young athletic kids that they are. You know, Pop, slow it down. Defense. (laughs) What are you doing? Transition defense. Come on, come on. Set the plays. No, Michael. The kids were running. The moment any spur got the ball, it was go time, Michael. Most definitely. And beyond that, the lineups that he had out there were – Interesting to watch out there because in in past years, we've had all these veteran players come out there, like the Rudy Gay come out there uh, and just kind of slow things down a little bit. And I was kind of worried that certain players were going to get more run than they should have. Uh, But seeing that Bryn Forbes only played a handful of minutes and didn't step onto the court until midway through the second quarter, Thad Young didn't even Mm -hmm. come off the bench at all. Uh, So he, this is what we've asked for. As Spurs fans, we have asked for the young guns to come out and play. And when you're seeing, you know, DeJounte and Derek White and and Pirtle and Keldon Johnson Mm -hmm. all get around 30 minutes and Vassell and Walker get 25 and McDermott do his thing for 22. I mean, Drew Eubanks was out there for only 14 minutes, but he was just hustling like crazy out there. Um, This is a confidence builder because, like you said, it's a murderer's row from here on out. But I'm Mm -hmm. glad the Spurs got a glorified G league team to start out. I mean, the magic are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. They started two rookies out there, two high drafted rookies, but they're rookies nonetheless. And uh, speaking of rookies, man, the place went crazy when Josh Primo got off. the The Spurs should retire him right now. He is perfect from the field in his (laughs) NBA career. He's one for one. Um, Let's just end the season right now. Uh, rookie of the year, just give him the award right now. Uh, I mean, that's what the vibe felt like when he, when Primo just stepped on the court and made one shot. Now, you know, we're, we're joking, you know, it wasn't shot obviously, but am, am I reading too much of this, Michael, the way he took it just oozed of confidence. It did. It did. Because when he got on the court, think about it. He was out there for five minutes and he had the ball in his hands a lot. But he only fired that one shot because it was it was there for the taking. It, he didn't force anything. I know it's junk time, but every but it's it's still an important time for him. And um, no, he played within himself. He see he he looks so young out there. I mean, he is yeah, really young, but he he seems so mature. We've seen this in the preseason. Uh, how much confidence he has in his shot on the step back jumpers and things like that. Um, man, uh, maybe Brian Wright was right all along, you know, and mm-hmm. that's one of the things when they went after they drafted him, the, the, the Spurs front office saying, look, we got him at 12, but the fact of the matter is he would have been a top five, top seven player had he stayed in one more year. And, and that's when I started to get a little bit of confidence. I was like, Oh, well, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll let, I'll let this marinate a little bit and see how he does, and he's impressed so far, and uh, I'm so glad to see that he got action 
the very first night, the very first night. Yeah. And it wasn't 30 seconds. No. It wasn't to run the clock out. He got to yeah. run some set plays. Yep. He got to play some defense. He got he got to, to get a little bit of a sweat out there. But, yeah, he's one for one. He's a perfect 100% perfect. shooter for his career. Perfect. Hey, if Tim Duncan can go out from his coaching career 1-0 and as head coach, <laughs> so can Primo. All kidding aside, though, yeah, I mean – you know, even in that pass, I don't know if you remember this play last night, but uh, it was in half court. He drove to the rim and he did this like pass in, in the trees. And, yeah, you know, Jock I think it was to Vassell. Right? And, and I'm sorry, yes, Jock missed it. But nevertheless, even that, just him finding that open man. But hey, you know, let's, let's, let, let me, let's knock out some of the things that bothered me before, you know, I rather end the show on a positive note. One thing um, that, I was keeping an eye on uh, throughout the game was shooting, uh, particularly from guys like Kelvin Johnson's, uh, Derek White. But I, I'm perfectly fine with the way Derek played. He didn't force the issue. Yeah, uh, he came out very aggressive. Times, got knocked. Yeah, yeah, he, he was very aggressive. And 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 speaking of being aggressive, obviously that's the way that Kelvin Johnson plays. Uh, it took a while for the the engines to rev with him. I got a little bit worried. Going to be honest with you, Kelvin worried me for the better part of two and a half quarters because uh, I kept on thinking to myself, this guy's going to hurt himself. He was, you know, I, he's always aggressive, big body. I mean, I, he, he gets that name for a reason, but man, I, I just kept watching his, his play and just cringing for about two and a half quarters. Now he settled down midway through the third when the Spurs opened it up. Uh, but he was the player that frustrated me the most last time. This episode of Lockdown Spurs is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get fast, tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group knowing that they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose is a place where teammates, competitors, or the home team or the away team can come to recharge. It's the place you always look forward to stopping after a long road trip or to rest your legs and refuel. Uh, I usually go to uh, McDonald's whenever I need some of that coffee, really good coffee to start your morning and a quick bite to eat uh, again to begin your day, whether it be, um, you know, a, you know, a McMuffin, it just something was always there on the menu to get me going early in the morning. The coffee, though, just I got to get that McDonald's coffee. So head to your locals McDonald's right now to refuel and reconnect. Uh, did somebody say Lockdown Spurs watch party? Yeah, go check it out over at McDonald's. Hey, McDonald's, I am loving it. Bonnie Walker, uh, got to talk about him. Look. It is just one game, but uh, I like that I saw him be assertive on the offensive end. He wasn't passing up his his shot when the ball went to him. He took it, whether from three, taking it to the to the glass, uh, trying uh, a midi, but uh, his shot was a, a little off. You know, it wasn't the per- was the best. You, you know, uh, I think he only made what about three three point shots out of what he made. He shot below the league average. Uh, for the yeah, night. it was three for nine. Uh, I guess the average. Yeah, three for nine. Uh, from the mid range, one for three, and it was two for five inside the paint. Um, but it was weird because I was glad that he was being aggressive, but at the same time, I need to see that shot fall, Lonnie. I thought Lonnie played a great game. 
What? Uh, I was. I and was you're you're really... you're you're kind of one of his harshest critics. I'm not a harsh critic of him. I'm a realist when it comes to Lonnie Walker. I want him to succeed. And if I was to give a letter grade as to what Lonnie Walker did last night, I'm going to give it a solid B plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was shooting six for 17. And you look at the box score and you think to yourself, oh, man, he must have had an off day. I mean, that's you know 35% shooting. But he was aggressive out there. Defensively, he was doing a good job. And and right off right off the bat, when they brought him in towards the end of the first quarter, you know, first player off the bench, he made a defensive stop that that created a turnover. So a lot of what he was doing was not materializing in in an actual stat. I mean, he had only one steal last night, but the fact of the matter is, is that he caused about four or five turnovers while mm-hmm. he was out on the court. Uh, I thought the ball moved very well when he was out there. Um, I like the fact that he didn't hesitate. He mm-hmm. got yeah, the I ball, and if lot. he was open, yeah. he shot it. And the ball's going to go in eventually when it comes to that. And what, I, what I'm glad he didn't hesitate. He didn't just decide to drive in. He, he, he played within himself. I liked some of the, the drives that he did. He seemed, to be, he seemed to slow down a little bit on the drive to kind of uh, get his body in, in, in place. Um, going to be honest with you, I liked the way Lonnie played. The stats mm-hmm. may not show it. But I think he brought a lot to the team last night that that the, that the box score is not going to show. But there's one stat, and I know this stat is kind of one that can be manipulated, right? But he was out there for 25 minutes, but his plus-minus was a team high plus 26. The Spurs were humming <laughs> when he was out there. Wow, that's interesting. You know, if if offense was going to be an issue for the San Antonio Spurs after seeing the likes of DeMar and, and LMA and Rudy and Patty leave the silver and black, the, at least for one night, it was not an issue. Seven players in double figure scoring. Michael, you, you look at the, the production off that Spurs bench, you know, outscoring Orlando's bench 53 to 34. And yeah, offense was not an issue, Michael. And a lot of it was generated from their defense. Yeah, most definitely. Um, DeJounte Murray was all over the place yeah. defensively. Yeah. Uh, you know, m- you know, you know, a few years back when he was a uh, what second team all defense, he he looked like that player. You know, he was he was getting uh he was he was poking balls away. He and Vassell were poking balls away and and just kind of uh creating havoc there for the other the opposing point guards. But defensively it was it was interesting because early on I thought that that Jakob was a little bit out of sorts for a while. He looked lost the yeah. first quarter. Second quarter and beyond, after Drew came in and 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 did well in the second quarter, it seemed that it seemed like Portal kind of settled into himself. And he almost finished with a triple double, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. He was three assists away from a triple double. But defensively, I thought Lonnie played well defensively. Uh Devin Vassell with that you know, incredible steal in the third quarter that led to a dunk. Mm-hmm. And then he ends the quarter with the, uh, with that three pointer. Um, I thought defensively, the Spurs did a, a pretty good job. Again, they're playing against a, a, a shorthanded team who started two rookies. I mean, we had to put this into context, mm-hmm. uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, you have to beat those types of teams. And what I liked about it is that at no point during the game last night, did I think, 
the Spurs were in, in ever in jeopardy or in danger. They kept a an arm's distance away from from the Magic. It never got mm-hmm. close. It right. never got close. The, the lead just did. expanded a little, little bit by little bit throughout the the second half. And I felt comfortable. It's, it's very rare as a Spurs fan to say that you feel comfortable with a Spurs lead these days. But at no point did I think the Spurs were going to lose or that it was ever going to get close. One thing that did concern me, though, was uh, about six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Spurs are up by 27. Four of the five starters were still out there. That mm-hmm. concerned me a little bit. But aside from that, I liked the way that this, the minutes were spread out. Uh, obviously, Forbes is going gonna, is gonna to play more as time goes on. I mean, one of the things I've always said about like a Patty Mills or a Bryn Forbes or a Davis Bertans. If they're feeling it, keep them in the game. If they're not, yank them because they're defensive liabilities. Right. And, you know, Bryn Forbes, I, I believe, was like 0 for 4. You know, didn't mm-hmm. didn't score. You know, was 0 for 4, didn't score a point, and they yanked him. And that's what I want to see. I, I've been asking that for that for, the, for, for years when the Spurs have these types of players out there. They yanked him. They brought out Vassell. They left Lonnie mm-hmm. out there. Uh, I liked... I liked what I saw with how the minutes were spread. My favorite lineup last night, though, was in the second quarter seeing Derek Lonnie, Devin Vassell, McDermott, and Eubanks. Right. That was a fun lineup to watch because they seemed to be playing so well off each other. They were passing the ball. The, the ball did not slow down when, when those five were out there. I'd like to see more of that because I like it when DeJounte and Derek, you know, are, mm-hmm. are, are off the, are, are not playing together sometimes. Uh, I liked that lineup, and then obviously the lineup towards the end where you had Vassell and Lonnie Walker out there uh, with with Derek and Dejounte. Mm-hmm. It was it was good times, man. This is this is good times. It really is. It really is. It's just one game, but hey, in a season that many predict can be a little. Little lean, uh, you know, you take the mm-hmm. wins as they come. He is Michael Jimenez with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at 210 Fantasy God right now. I know I, I want to bring up something you mentioned about the uh, the the pop leaving some of those uh you know your starter, your first rotation guys in when the lead was just ballooned, uh ballooning for the Spurs. I didn't mind that. I did notice that. I was okay with that. I you know, if this is a season about development and getting these players better. I don't care if it's 20-point lead, a 30-point lead, a two-point lead. Get them out there. Let them understand what it's like to maintain a big lead, as we saw versus Orlando last night, or we're likely going to see throughout the season, you know, fighting when the team may be down a few points or having just a slim lead. Michael, I, I really didn't have an issue with the with the guys being out there when the game was, uh, at least on the scoreboard, was getting out of hand. It's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. And that's yeah, my that's you, my issue with it. I, I you know, and I get it. You know, injuries are part of the game, but an injury can happen if 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 it's you're in overtime. Injury can happen if you know off the tip off. You, you know, well, uh, you know, look at the other night. Um, I think versus uh, the Lakers and the Warriors, uh, the the court uh, had a conversation on it. No, I get and that. Who, but yeah, yeah, let, that, let, it, let's it say, just let's say, De, let's say Dejounte tears a knee up. Spurs are up by 27 with six minutes to go. What's everyone going to be talking yeah. about the next day? We're right. talking about, well, why was he out there? So, yeah, mm-hmm. an injury can always happen. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, um, 
they're blessed that nothing did happen. And eventually mm-hmm. they, they yanked them a minute later, put Primo and Jock in there and, mm-hmm. and Kaida up there. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's just one of those things where I was looking at it going, you know what? That was the only part that I felt uncomfortable with the game, and then they yanked mm-hmm. it. So I was perfectly fine with that. But When it comes to athletes, we tend to focus on physical fitness, but there's another side to the game that's just as important, mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind and become the champion version of yourself. LeBron and Calm know what it's uh, like. You know, you know, they know they know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it. Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, reduce stress, and perform at your best, just like King James. For LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine. As he says, quote, good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. From the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime, sleep stories, calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I can wake up ready for any challenge, unquote. So if you head to calm.com slash locked on NBA for a limited time, you'll get 40% off a calm premium subscription. With Calm, you can have access to nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain on leaves, and uh, so much more, like sleep stories and meditations, so you can be ready for any challenges that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm and get 40% off discount for on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on MBA. That's calm.com slash locked on MBA. Doctor created, doctor recommended, works up to seven days per use. I'm talking about sweat block. Hey, look, excessive sweating can be difficult to talk about. Luckily for you, there's sweat block to help you through it. Dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ratio by Firefighters. And it's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the USA. Wear what you want to wear, your little secret to confidence. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everybody can benefit. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, excessive sweating, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get 20% off at sweatblock.com right now with promo code LOCKEDON or at Amazon and CVS. Sweatblock.com. Uh, the confidence level seemed to be pretty high for this. They're going to need that because, you know, you've got, you know, some some really solid teams. And look, got the world champions coming in, coming into town this weekend. Um, yep. I would like to see that confidence in their shot go in. You know, trust the process, not necessarily the results. And and that's kind of what they need to do. And I saw a lot of that. That is, I, I don't know if that's coaching. Or if that is just um, the mentality that they're going to have this year of just throw the ball up and just hope that it goes in. Yeah. But I didn't see a lot of bad decisions out there. There was the, the Spurs held on to the ball. They didn't have a lot of turnovers. That's probably one of the most impressive things that they that they did was was hold on to the ball. They converted when they did get a turnover from the Magic. So. Um, all in all, it was a good game. Yep. All in all, I, I was impressed. Again, put in perspective, it's one game against a bad team. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe it just shows that uh, 
there's a little bit of distance between the bad teams and the Spurs. Maybe. Yeah, well, the Magic and the Spurs are, are pegged to be one of the worst teams in the league right now. So um, Spurs took care of business versus Orlando. And, and you know, you're, you're talking about concerns and, and, and things of the, that nature. I was a little concerned with Jakob to start the game. I mean, Mo Bamba uh, and then the, the Magic were just scoring at a will in the paint. They were just mm-hmm. getting their buckets in the paint, and you saw Pirtle struggle. And one of the things that I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how this plays out is the big men depth because you know, we know Pirtle can be a liability in the offensive end, but you still need him out there. Defensively, he's he's a beast, You know, one of the better centers in the league in that department. But if he gets into foul trouble, you know, they're playing against Anthony Davis next. You know, so or, or Joker's next, excuse me. Um, right. Uh, you know, what's going to happen then? I mean, then what? The Joker gets put on a foul trouble, and then you got Eubanks coming in. You got uh, maybe, a, you know, I mean, I don't know if Dad Young can play the five, but I mean, they're pushed to come to shove, put him out. I don't know. It's just, I just think that the five spot right now is a bit of a concern because, you know, skill wise, the it drops off immediately once Pirtle exits the court, Michael. Well, defensively it does. I think it comes up. I think offensively actually gets better when you see Eubanks out there. It's a, it's a different dynamic. I mean, there was a play uh, end of the first quarter where Pirtle was trying to take it into the lane and don't get me wrong. uh, Part of me is like, part of me is thinking to myself, well, this is something that you don't really see from him very often, him trying to drive it in 15 feet. Mm-hmm. You know, he started from from the free throw line, tried to take it in. He didn't finish, though. Uh, but it's a, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit different seeing that because typically he is just tap-ins and, mm-hmm. and, and put-backs, you know. Uh, Eubanks has spent much of the offseason working on his shooting you know, working on his outside outside shot, mid-range jumpers and things like that. Uh, I think the Spurs are, are going to get a little bit more out of Eubanks this, this year than than a lot of fans would uh, would normally expect. Um, mm-hmm. But I like seeing Eubanks out there. It's a different dynamic when he's there instead of Pirtle. But I think you're right. These two centers, and then, you know, add Jock to the mix as well. Right. They're, they, they are fine when they're playing against 20 teams in the league. Maybe 24 teams in the league, but when you have those stud players like like Joker and you have you know Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis and, Zion right. and, and Greek and, Freak and coming in, yeah, Greek Freak, yeah, yeah. they're going to struggle big time. They're both going to mm-hmm. get in foul trouble, and it's one of those things where you're going to have to pick your poison when it comes to playing those teams. You got to like just say, fine, go off for 40 or 50 points, but you got to lock down everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but uh, defense, but team defense wise, I thought the Spurs did a good job, and and I liked how they were hitting the outlets. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there, there, there was, you know, it, there was steals were happening, and the and the, and the team was running, right? They were being aggressive offensively as opposed to staying back in a defensive position. If the ball got poked out, they were running, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's a it's a different type of team so far that we've seen i know it's only one game but we have asked for this as spurs fans so it's going to be a long 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 season uh but it's so nice to start the season with a win yeah and it's definitely different than past uh spurs squads you know you know there's no lamarcus aldridge where the ball has to stop and beat him in the paint and let him go to work there's no you're on offense. Give the ball to Demar and let him do his magic. You know, there's there's nothing like that anymore. They have to share the ball, 
That's why you saw balanced scoring. Again, seven players in double figures. They have to move, cut without the ball. You saw that uh, from Keldon Johnson quite quite often during the game versus the Magic. That's the type of ball they need to play. If I'm Pop, I'm, I'm playing on heavy repeat, uh, the 2014 beautiful game passing every day in practice. I think that's the way this team is going to win, Michael. Well, I mean, the Spurs don't have all the players like that. There's no Manu on this team, and there's no Tim Duncan or Tony Parker or Kawhi on this team. So uh, I think the best bet, and this is sacrilegious to say as a Spurs fan, but um, the Phoenix Suns of the late uh, 2007, 2008 Steve Nash days. Yeah, seven seconds or less. Seven seconds or less, and maybe not seven. Okay, that might be too much. <laughs> but but let's go ahead and say twelve seconds or less uh, is is kind of what they need to do. Somewhere between that and the beautiful game, because um, like I said, the, the Spurs don't have you know a Tim Duncan down low who can you know make these bank shots and just just and lock down defenders and things like that. But I think DeJounte looked very comfortable out there at the speed of which the game was being played. I think mm-hmm. Derek White looked comfortable out there. Devin Vassell looked comfortable out there. So did, you know, so did um, you know, Lonnie and 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 Drew Eubanks looked good out mm-hmm. there. I think the pace is what these guys have wanted for the longest time. Is it gonna translate into a winning season? Maybe, maybe not, but at least at least Pop is finally playing to these players' strengths, which is their youth and athleticism. And it's taken so long for the Spurs to trust them with that. But I think Pop had his had his uh, hand forced when it came to the, to all of this. And yeah, and now now they have to run and gun out there. And there's going to be some nights, man, where they're on fire. Oh, yeah. there's going to be some nights where they're going to be just chipping the paint off the rim. Yep, but uh, this was one of the nights where the ball was going in the hoop. Yeah, look, Orlando's not—they're not going to be the uh, the team that's going to be leading the league in defense. That's for sure. No. <laughs> yeah, you know they're not. You know, and and this, but again, this is not a knock on the Spurs. They did what they had to do—take care of business versus the team they should beat on paper. Vegas had them coming into the game. I think um like a five five and a half spread, Michael. And you're, you're yeah, it's five and a half. Or five and a half spread. You know, they just destroyed that. Hopefully you didn't lose any money, Michael. Did you? No, not at all. I, I never okay. bet for the Spurs. I never bet against them. They are, they are the team that I stay away from the most. I, it, it's kind of hard. How much you know, money have you bet. lost because of the silver and black? Dude, the two teams, silver. Okay, UT Longhorns, Dallas Cowboys, San Antonio Spurs. Never bet for against them because you don't know which team's ever going to show up. But I would say that over the years, I'm probably negative on the Spurs because I don't. I I get overconfident in them sometimes, and then uh, I get pessimistic about them in other times, and I'm usually wrong either way. You know, we're here on Lockdown Spurs talking about the Spurs win last night versus Orlando, and, and you know, we haven't even talked about Devin Vassell, just his play overall. You know, one thing he said before the regular season started, and he echoed it quite a bit in the summer league and preseason play, he wants to be more aggressive on the offensive end and he definitely, at least for one game, Michael, showed that he's committed to that side of the court. Well, happy belated birthday to Devin Vassell. He is now old enough to drink a beer. He is 21 years old out there. And I I was very impressed by him. And and James Pledger and I over at the San Antonio Sports Star, uh, you know, before the draft last year, the guy that we wanted was Vassell. 
You know, we were, we were all about Florida State, and we saw how he played out there. And I was kind of concerned about how he would fit into the into the lineup this year because with Bryn Forbes coming on board and and you know Thad Young potentially eating into minutes, I was kind of worried that Vassell would get lost lost in the mix. But I mean, that guy looks like a veteran out there. He he's super confident. Um, I mean, the way that he knocked down that three to end the third quarter was amazing. And, you know, he is known for various things. He's known for get a shot. He's known, he's known for his defense and also for knock, lock, knocking down three-point shots. And he did all three yesterday. He did all three. Mm-hmm. And he deserves to be on the court a lot of minutes. 20, 25, 30 minutes, I'm, I'm happy. I don't want to see him getting 19 or less. He deserves those minutes out there. He plays defense, and that's one thing that Pop yep. likes. He wants to play players who are gonna who are gonna be out there, you know, busting their butt defensively. I think that's why he gave Lonnie Walker so much run last night, you know, despite the six of seventeen shooting, was because Lonnie was playing excellent defense out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, but man, the cell. Uh, he is growing up. That leap right there, uh, we might be seeing something special from him this year. And um, you know, it's you know, we talk about the young core, and and we oft- we oftentimes look at Lonnie and Dejounte and Derek White and those players. But don't forget, the no, cell yeah. is part He's- of that. He is definitely part of it. You know, for those of y'all that I know, there's some naysayers with the plus minus statistical category, but he was second in that category uh, for the night. He was a plus twenty four. Whenever he was on the well, the Spurs were at plus twenty four. Whenever he was on the court versus Orlando, he finished eight for 66 percent shooting. He made three three point shots out of four, nineteen points, a career high, five assists, and I like this two steals. So that's good. You know, mm-hmm. by the way, speaking of steals, Dejounte Murray led the way with four steals against the match. Again, proof that I think the Spurs are going to really rely on their defense to get that uh, fast breaking offense going that running gun yeah uh, you know Devin brought as mentioned earlier brought the crowd to its feet with the thunderous dunk uh, the the spurs bench was on their feet just eating it up Vassell was pumped it was just a great night for him i got a lot of high hopes on him uh, you know he's the one guy i think is going to be the spurs x factor this season michael unless you still think it's lonnie do you believe it's going to be lonnie or you know because i'm leaning more of Vassell. Well, Vassell and Lonnie look good together. You know, um, that, that might be a winning combination right there. Uh, we Of the two, you know, the one that could take the biggest leap might very well be uh, Devin Vassell. But I, take a, but I think about it this way. I, I think about it this way. When I see the Spurs out there with, with Devin Vassell playing the way that he plays on the perimeter, I'm... I see something special out there. We've seen this before. We've seen this with with Manu. We've seen this with Tony and and some of the defensive stops they've had along the way. He seems to be kind of a hybrid of a lot of the the Spurs greats out there. I'm trying to pinpoint who he is, you know, because he's getting taller. Um, Is it possible that Devin Vassell is morphing into Sean Elliott? I can't think of another. I can't think of a player that he that he reminds me of of the past. Scottie Pippen, maybe too much, too much. Not not too not much. big enough yet. Not big okay. enough yet. 
But I'm I'm looking at him thinking I've I, I I've seen him before. I've seen this skill set before. Someone who likes to slash, someone who can create their own shots, someone who can knock down threes, who could play perimeter defense against the one, two, and three. I'm I'm seeing the emergence of a new Sean Elliott out there uh in, in Sean's prime. That would be amazing if 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 that's the case, but it's just yeah, uh, I, 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 until unless somebody can tell me who else he reminds you of, you know, it, of of Spurs uh, past. Sean, Sean Elliott is a uh, comparable comparison. There was a Spurs fan last night on social media saying uh, uh, the next Claw. I was like, I don't know about that. Still too early. But then again, you know, we didn't really see uh, Kawhi Leonard be Kawhi Leonard until around 2014. So right. it took him a while to get going. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to be the first of a sell. I think that's what he's going to be. He's going to be the first Vestel for the uh, Spurs. He, just what he could do on both ends of the court. Great two-way player. He highlighted that so much that he wants to be a solid two-way player for this Spurs squad. And one game, he proved it. And, and it was such a great night, you know, because up next is Murderer's Row. It's not going to get easy for Michael, what, what like, a, like a month, right? Something like that. Like, it's like uh, the schedule makers just stacked on the big boys. After after the game versus the Magic, right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the game Saturday night uh, against the Bucks. You know, because yeah. uh, I, I'm planning on being out there with my daughters and uh, just kind of enjoying the game. Am, am I anticipating a win? No, but uh, what I am <laughs> anticipating is just a hard fought game, and uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. You know, we we saw what the what the Bucks did to the Nets. Uh, so I'm not going in there thinking that the Spurs are going to win, but uh, I'd be happy to see if the Spurs can keep it within single digits. I, I just want to get your quick thoughts before I let you go, and uh, we're recapping the Spurs' big win over the Magic here. What did you think of the new guy, Doug McDermott? And you, you, you mentioned him a little while ago, saying you like how he operated with certain lineups, but just him individually. Uh, you know, what can you glean just from one game? He's a pro. I mean, he is a pro's pro. Uh, he looked like a spur out there in the sense that he probably should have been on the team in years past. Uh, he made back-to-back threes in the second quarter. Um, you know, he, he played decent defensively. He moved the ball around. He was trying to find his spots. He didn't hover around the three-point line necessarily. He was kind of going in and out, in and out, you know, coming around screens and whatnot. He looked comfortable out there. And, it, and it's got to be difficult to be playing in a brand new arena uh, in front of new fans for a new team and to go out there and seem relatively comfortable uh, within the setting uh, was, was, nice, was nice to see. Um, I just, I, I like, he's, he's probably the, one of the most impressive pickups, mm-hmm. if not the most impo- uh, impressive pickup the Spurs had all offseason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, uh, McDermott just looking, he just fit in so well and I think he's so useful in any lineup out there whether it be the yeah. one that you liked earlier I think he, he could just fit in in whatever unit Pop decides to throw out there and if McDermott's in the mix he's going to make it work uh, and one thing that caught my eye was, you know, he's not just a three-point uh, marksman, he was cutting to the basket, Michael Right, and, th- and that's the thing about McDermott is that like you said, if you need him to be the shooter, he can be the shooter. If you need him to be the facilitator, he can do that too. He, he He's very versatile in what it is that he can do. So 
Uh, I, I like having them out there. It, it's it's different than having like back in the day, you know, Forbes back in the day or Bertans. Um, he's he's kind of like a taller, defensive-minded Patty Mills um, in the sense that he can knock down the three, but he's better at defense than Mills is. Uh, but man, I'm taking a look at the schedule that you were talking about for the Spurs upcoming games, Nuggets, Bucks, Lakers, Ugh. Mavericks, Bucks, and then you have Pacers, Mavericks, Magic again. So maybe the Spurs can pick up that second win on November 5th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get rid of the Magic uh, meet, meet up fast <laughs> in the season. But uh, yeah, it's. That's why we're relishing in this win, Michael, because we know it's yeah. about, as the kids say, it's about to get real. And uh, there's going to be a lot of heavy hitters uh, coming the Spurs way. And enjoy it while it lasts, Spurs, because as Spurs fans, it's about to get uh, pretty tough for your silver. But like, hey, Michael, 25 more wins for Popovich to get the number one spot on the NBA's all-time winning his coaches list, Michael. Yeah, I, he'll more. get it. He'll get it. You'll get it? He'll you don't think so? It. You you. you so you're 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 not buying what Vegas is saying. Where, where, they, where they got Vegas at? Was it 23 or 28? No, it was. Uh, tw- it started out 28 and a half, and it inched up to 29 and a half. So okay. Vegas Vegas thinks that he'll get it, but they think he'll get it late. You know, it's going to be like one of the, one of the last what? four or five games of the season. Well, a good chunk of that ain't coming off this month, that's for sure. (laughs) That ain't going to happen. Uh, But, yeah, 25 more wins for Popovich to get the number one spot on the NBA's all-time winning this coach list. Hey, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? What's up? Yeah, Uh, Of those games coming up, you know, Nuggets, I I knew Jimenez was going to bring this up. This is a total Jimenez question. If the Spurs could win one of those games, which one would you want it to be? Uh, repeat, repeat me the games one more time. Okay, so they have the Nuggets, the Bucks, yeah. the Lakers, yeah. the Mavericks, the Bucks again, the Mavericks again. So basically, those four teams right there. Dallas. That's exactly Dallas. what I think. Also, I just hate Dallas. Luka. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I want the Spurs to say like, hey, okay, Mavs and Rockets. We, we know when Dallas, especially, we know you're the big boys right now in Texas, but we still reign supreme. Well, I, you I know what. Taking out LeBron is also something that would be fun. But, I mean, hey, man, they didn't look good against the Warriors. So oh, um, so maybe that's a, that's a potential win for the Spurs right there. Michael, I, I mean, take whatever win right now the Spurs can get. The, the Lakers <laughs> look old out there, man. They, I mean, they, uh, they, they had a, a, a lineup out there late in the fourth quarter against the, uh, the Warriors, and I added up all their ages, and it was 180. And the Spurs were going Lord. out there with – it was like 36 year old this player 35 year old this player 32 year old player and i was yeah. looking at it going i'm adding up it's like 170 to 180 and the Crazy. spurs are going out there with uh primo who looks like yeah. he's in junior high yeah yeah it doesn't have a driver's license that's what he says it does not have a driver's license. hey we're done talking we want to hear from you what do you think about the spurs big win last night at home over the orlando magic uh it is one game but we definitely love to hear what you have to say we're up against the clock here, Michael, so um, allow me to do the honors for you. Uh, Michael's now going to tell you what to expect over at San Antonio Sports Star from him. Oh, yeah. So uh, still hosting the Fantasy Gods and the Sunday Sports Grill on Sundays there at the San Antonio Sports Star. Filling in on halftime, uh, the noon to 2 p.m. show. So I, I kind of fill in on that. And whenever the guys need me on the morning show or the Blitz, 
uh, I kind of hang out there and uh, usually party with James Pledger out there, talk sports and pop culture and yeah. all fun things, man. Obviously, Spurs talk is, is big yes. in what we do. And I hope you talk about the photos I sent you in the next uh, halftime or, or or Sunday sports grill. So thank I'll you. I asked for that. that. I you did. I asked for that photo collage, and it was it was impressive because yeah. I was on a walk when you sent it, and my yeah. my scenery was not as nice. Again, another reason to check out Michael Jimenez over on San Antonio Sports Star right now. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at two ten Fantasy God. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. Tell your smart speaker to play Locked On Spurs. And thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Hey, hey, why don't you go check out Locked On Magic right now? Why don't you go see how they're reeling uh, <laughs> after the loss to the Spurs hosted by Philip Rossman Wright. So for Michael Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting on a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.